What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I'm Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. And happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays, beautiful people. It's been a lot going on this last week. Too much going on this last week. Well, first and foremost, our baby girl gets her actual permit today. Yes. She's about to leave out of here right now. Now, uh, if you don't live in New Jersey, uh, to get your permit at the age of 16, you have to take six hours of driving class. And she's been having an experience. They've been going on the highway. Uh, it's cold here, so the roads are not the best. <laughs> and there's a lot of traffic because it's the holidays. But she's been grinding it out and going through it. And she's excited. Today is her last two hours of driving. Yes. She is the only person on the planet that I would put my money on that will never get a speeding ticket. That is correct. She will never get a traffic violation. Correct. A parking ticket. Correct. And never be in an accident. That is correct. Why? Because she is the safety queen. She is the head of the department at the safety police. That is right. Like She is the safest person. She was like, Mama, I was driving and I couldn't even look at the speed limit sign because I was just face forward, eyes on the road. I couldn't look to the left or the right. I said, what if a car was coming to you at the left or the right? She's like, I just would have got hit because I was just looking straight ahead. Right. Just making sure that I was doing exactly what I was supposed to do. Right. I said, sweetie pie, you really have to loosen up. Yeah, she's going to get it. You have to calm down. You are too rigid. Nothing is going to happen. You can look to the left. You can look to the right. You have to be able to observe the signs, look in your side view mirrors, look in your rear view mirrors. She's like, I'm going to get to that point. Maybe by the fourth hour. Right, right. Well, (laughs) she's going to get it. I mean, I think with me and you, we were a lot more uh, cooler. What? When I say that is, we were more comfortable in driving. Now comfortable is a synonym synonym of cool. Yeah, because we wanted to we wanted to be cool when we were driving. We when we did drive. What? Ed, Listen, I don't know about you, but I, yeah, I think with you, you do too. know about me. No, no, I mean with Driver's Ed, there was three other kids in the car because mm-hmm. when we did Driver's Ed, it was four of us in the car, right? In right. total. Mm-hmm. So when you drove, you wanted to look so cool. Two other kids in the car, right? You wanted yeah, to look yeah. cool for the people in the back too. So uh-huh. you wanted to make sure you were driving cool. You were taking it. Madison's there by herself. She is shook, Daddy, but. After today, she gets her permit and then she'll start driving. I'm so proud of her because yesterday when we were on our way to Logan's birthday celebration, she was talking to one of her friends that she brought along. Right. And she was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that people text and drive. Like, how can you do that? I know. I mean, if you get into an accident, it's 100% your fault but and you deserve whatever happens because you shouldn't be texting and driving at the same time. And I'm sitting there like, thank God my daughter feels this no, way. No, she screamed on me. Because when I was a teen, those words would not have been, not that we had texting right. when I was a teen. Girl, but back in your day, you didn't yeah, have texting. We, we, we barely had cell phones when we were right, driving. Right, right. Our cell phones looked like bricks with dots on them. But... I definitely wasn't as concerned as she is. And we were more concerned, just like you said, with looking cool. I mean, I remember when we got our licenses, the back of our seat was slanted all the way way back. back. That's right. We We had bazookas and speakers and systems and rims. And I couldn't hear if someone beeped me because my music was too loud. That is true. You know, she, her radio might be off. It, yeah, it, I would be surprised will. if it's off. She's probably going to put her cell phone in the back seat so <laughs> that if someone does call, she's not able to get it. I see her right. operating like that. Absolutely. And and I love it. Her, I'm so proud of her. Her instructor's here right now. I'm actually buzzing him in the gate right now as we speak. And You're not going to speak to him before? No, no, this is her laugh. No, this is her last one. I'll speak to him after and then I'm going to take her out today. 
Okay. I'm going to take out in the Ferrari and let her... No, nah, definitely yeah, not in the Ferrari. She ain't crashing my car. But you, I'm going to take out You take her out in that, you'll come back with it being a Matchbox car. Absolutely. <laughs> but I definitely am going to uh, take her out today after she goes here. That's the instructor at the gate. So they should have a lot of fun now. You Be also prepared. She's about to knock on the door to say goodbye. No, no. Uh, uh-huh. Also, um, last night, you mentioned last night <clears throat> on our way to Logan's birthday party. So mm-hmm. Logan uh, turned 14 this week. I don't know uh, when you guys are here, so I'll just say this week. But for us, it was yesterday. Yeah, for us, it was yesterday. And we took them. uh, It was a trapeze party. Yeah, see here. She's knocking the door. Come in, Maddie. Hey, Uh, boo boo. You have a good time, babe. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's what. See, she borrows your stuff too much. Where's my, where's your black Uggs? Oh, her black Uggs. All right, get out. We're doing a podcast. And take take your brother with you. Hey, Jaxie. Right, He's so later. excited about yeah. his new car. Yeah, his new yellow car. Bye, babe. Have fun. Good luck. Jackson, close Jackson, the door. Close the door. Jackson. Jackson. Sorry, guys. That's how you know it's a live podcast. Thank you. All right. Okay. So yesterday we uh, Logan had his birthday party and we did a trapeze party. Mm-hmm. He invited a, a couple of his friends that he went to school with. Uh, Madison invited a couple of her friends and we all got a, a, a sprinter and we went to this trapeze place in New York City. Uh, an amazing, amazing experience. Wow. Now, Gia and I have been looking at this trapeze thing for the longest time. It's <laughs> actually they do it in the summertime. They do it in Manhattan on top of a building and Chelsea when you, Piers. And Chelsea Piers. And when you drive by, you can see them doing the trapeze stuff, and it looks so cool. For years, I've wanted to do. I've been trying to find any and every excuse right. to do it, and every single time I've suggested it, Rashawn was like, "Nah, B. Right? <laughs> nah." So. We tried and we went yesterday. And first of all, I want to say you're a monkey. <laughs> Your kids are monkeys. And I'm not. I'm the only human that lives in this house. I'm the only real you're, whole you're human. You're like a giraffe. No, like... I don't know what it was. <laughs> so now let me explain it. It's uh, the, the indoor one is indoor in a facility in Brooklyn. And it's so wait, the, wait, the, the trapeze school, they alternate, right? So is it the same trapeze school? I think they have one in Brooklyn, but in the summertime, they open one up in the city as well. Okay. You know, that they use for sunny days and warm days because if it's cold, they can't do it. Or if it's rainy, they can't do it. So they use the facility so in Brooklyn. So they have two facilities. They have two facilities. Mm-hmm. And the trapeze is, all right. So when you first walk in, they have a trapeze. And if you don't know what it is, you have to climb, what is it, 25, 30 feet? I don't know how many feet it was. Is that ish load of steps so you climb up a long ass ladder all the way up to the top and then when you get to the top you stand on this platform and when you're standing on this platform it's a feeling of oh shit i just shit myself well wait wait before you go any further so we're all our our um our flight time was for 6 15 correct so we get there at like 5 30 so rashawn goes in first we're all in the sprinter he goes in first to get us situated to sign us in and to make sure all the kids are here and right. everything. He comes back with the look of death on his face. Correct. And in your words was, babe, you see that shit? That's right. I said, I know what a trapeze looks like. No, 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 no. You need to come inside and look at that shit. I said, I know what it looks like. I've been to the circus. He's like, no, 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 no. In person, that shit's real. Yes. <laughs> that is just real. I said, no, no. He's like, no, come inside, come inside. I said, you think we're going to back out now? And you were like, yo, I just might back out. Nah, I, I wish, well, it was scary. <laughs> it was scary. Now, I, I can't tell you how your first time was, but my first time, climbing up that ladder of 30 feet, yes. or 40 feet, or 50 feet, and then you're standing there, and you're looking at this narrow net, 
And I told Gia that beforehand. She was like, well, why you look so scared? I said, because what happened if I fall off and I go off the net? She was like, the net's big enough. Nobody falls off the net. When I got up there, I'm looking, I'm like, this net is thin as shit. All right. So then when you get up, they, they have all these safety, these safety gadgets and safety lines connected to you. Harnesses. They pull the, what is that thing called? The, the actual swing. They pull the swing and they said, grab the swing with your right hand. The the swing oh okay yeah 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 uh-huh so i grabbed the swing with my right hand now the swing is heavy as fuck that's what got me i couldn't believe it was that heavy now mind you i box i lift weights that swing was heavy for me so i'm thinking yeah. to myself how are these kids holding the swing but i'm like i can't back down now i have to do it because all the kids went i know you were thinking about climbing back down those rocks. I, let me tell you let me tell you when i got <laughs> when i got halfway up that ladder i was like what and i tried every excuse when i got up there i told the guy i said look my hands are sweaty and i don't have chalk so let me go back now he was like i have chalk for you right here <laughs> i did not want to do that at all but when i did it you jumped on the, the swing two hands on the swing and you go it's going super fast it's not going Listen, slow that's the moment that's the moment when first the first moment is when you grab it with the one hand then when you grab it with the second hand and you're leaning because when you're leaning forward and the person up there, your safety person is holding you by the belt. So when he lets go, you go forward. So that moment when you jump off of the platform, the momentum, that's something I wasn't prepared for. I, I wasn't either. And I'm not going to lie that, you know, there was a couple of tricks they wanted us to do. They wanted us to bring our feet up and hang from our feet and then stretch our arms out so we could so the guy can add the other trapeze guy could catch us i wasn't prepared for none of that so i just swung like a little monkey like a little girl yeah if if you um follow me on instagram or follow her instagram you can see what she did she actually swung she put her feet up she connected to the other trapeze guys like they were doing tricks like they were actually in the circus they tried to get me to do it three times i told them to fuck off after the second time i was like no because i was scared like i was scared and the reason i'm so scared is they have this little guy Little guy. His name is Travis. That the guy. Well, the, the guy that was instructing us. Wait, the catcher? Or? Yeah, no, no. The guy that's making sure that if we fall off, he can hold us. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the guy that was manning the harness. Right. So I'm looking at him, and and he was having a little trouble with some of the big friends that Logan has. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm bigger than all them. So if I fly off, will he be able to hold me the right position where I don't bust my ass? Because basically, he's holding. I'm just gonna call them the straps. Um, the straps that operate the harness. Correct. So when you jump off the platform, your body weight is connected to those straps and his body weight is what's, I guess, controlling the straps. So Rashawn is basically saying if he jumps off and he starts to fly away, (laughs) he's wondering if this guy's body weight will be able to counteract his body weight to keep him safe. Right? right? Yeah. Okay. And all those comments that I've seen on my Instagram, fuck y'all. I want to see y'all do it. <laughs> oh, you're screaming like a little girl. You're damn right I am. Oh, you let Gia show you out. Yes, you're damn right. She's a fucking monkey. I'm not. Yes, yes. Okay? <laughs> well, the trick the trick really is There's not no being trick. scared. Oh, yeah, that's the trick. It's, it's not being I'm scared. scared. You know, um, I wasn't scared at all. It was more so, just like I said, when I got up there, when you hold... What I'll say is when you when my second hand held that rung or that swing, that's when it became real for me. Because when you jump off and use it went so much faster. And I don't know if the video really depicts it, but you go so much faster right. than than I thought. 
and you're really it's really like free falling to me it was a little bit more and I don't want to really use the word scary but for lack of a better word it was more scary even than skydiving because you're kind of in control of it because you're holding the rung do you know, know what I mean I don't know if when I you skydive when you skydive, you're not holding anything. You're just enjoying the thrill. That's true. This, you're in control of what you're doing and you have to think about what you're doing and you have to think about the timing and you have to make sure that you release on time. You get your legs That's up true. on time. You're hanging upside down on time. And then for the second time, we all backflipped off right. of it. And, you know, that was fun. But, you know, I can't remember the last time I did a backflip. Do you know what I mean? So Last time. I've never done a backflip. That type of coordination it takes a lot. You I'm know not, what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I have no coordination. That's my thing. Like you, when it comes to flipping. For a DJ flipping, who's I, all about timing and coordination and rhythm. I have none. I don't know how you're so none. successful. You have zero. But you know, the funny thing is I tried to do the trampoline thing and I tried to do just like to get myself prepared for a flip. Because they had a trampoline there as and, well. And I fell on my face. Like you directly, should, you should post that video on that my was face. Hysterical. No, it's not funny. That's that's that a little hysterical. embarrassing. You don't post it. I'm gonna get into your phone. I'm gonna post it's it. It's on my Insta snap. It, it was really embarrassing. And like I fell on <laughs> my face. You have no coordination. No, nah, I don't. But I I I, I do want to say this. Before February, I want to go back to the trapeze place because I have to redeem myself. Why before February? What you mean why? What's in February? Nothing. I just want to go in this month. You want to go back and redeem yourself? I have to go back and you redeem myself. You had an opportunity. We all went up. We all did it about four or five times. Correct. And you stopped after number two. If you wanted no, to three. redeem... No, you did not. That is a dirty, dirty I lie. I go three times? You went two times. You swung and screamed and you swung and screamed again. And that was it. Okay, they told right. you, get your feet up. You said, no, F off. I'm not doing it. They said, come on, give it a try. You said, not going to happen. You're right. And then you fell. You're right. And All that right. was it. Okay. You didn't do it three times. You did it twice. You had three more opportunities last night to redeem yourself. You chose not to. Now you want to drive all the way back to Brooklyn yes. to redeem yourself? Yeah, because the kids were there and I just felt funny and I got to redeem myself. Like, I have to practice. What I'm going to do is, just, you know, we have like a little monkey ball <laughs> outside. I'm just going to practice pulling my legs up because I was like, when you're there and you're scared, you're just scared. You don't know what to do. You're no, like, you were just scared. Rashawn, all you, you have to do is pull your legs up and hook them over the rungs and hang backwards. It's so easy to say when we're sitting here laying on this bed. <laughs> but when, you, when you're flying and you're not scared if the guy can actually hold you, if the harness is actually going to work. who cares if he doesn't hold you? You have a net underneath you. You have a net. If the harness fails, you have a net. All right. I didn't want to fly off that net. Well, regardless, we had the time of our lives. We had a great time. That was another bucket list thing that, for me, I get to scratch off. I've always wanted to do that you're creating a bucket list for me that i didn't even want like <laughs> i'm checking shit off your bucket list that i wasn't even thinking about i didn't want to do trapeze but now that's off my bucket list that it wasn't even on my bucket Yo, list. i don't even know what there is left for us to do oh i know what there's left to do what but this i'm not even gonna lie this has me thinking hmm, it might not be such a good idea what when we went to bora bora do you remember when we were out in the lagoon and that mountain, the famous Bora Bora Mountain. Yes. Um, what's it called again? Um, on, Oni. You asking the wrong person. Okay, whichever way. Do you remember the people that were hang gliding off of that mountain? Oh yeah. Those big sky kites. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, call yeah. it. I would love to do that. Okay, I'll videotape you. And they said that they've never had any 
problems okay. or anything like that. So when would you most, even consider that? No. No. There's no parachutes. There's no safety line. There's nothing to help you if you fuck up and fall. You just die. It's kind of like, you know, like, at least if you jump out of a plane, there's a parachute and then there's a backup parachute, mm-hmm. you know, trapeze, there's a harness, there's mm-hmm. a safety line, there's a net. But I think there's someone, I mean, obviously there's someone there with you. No, there, you jump off, you jump off, you're, you're, all you're depending on is the wind <laughs> and God. And the kite. All right, and the kite. The hang glider, I guess, right? Yeah, and God might be giving me a feeling right now, be like, don't trust that kite. So I... <laughs> So I'm not going. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I might draw the line there. I'm, I'm going to Google it when we're done and see if there's, I, you know, I just want to do a little bit of research. But I don't even know what, what left there is to do. Yeah, well, we'll try to figure I it out I would like for the new year. to go to New Zealand. From what I understand, New Zealand is like the adventure capital of the world. I'm sure a lot of people die There's like a lot of extreme sports. A lot of and death, I'm sure. Things like that. I don't know. I like at some point... When the kids, when our older kids get a little bit older, like maybe 19, 20, I think maybe we should take a trip there and do some of the adventure sports there. Right. Because because it's so popular for it. I'm sure that their extreme sports are very monitored, very like the safety control has to be on a thousand there. I think that's where everybody goes to bungee jump, things of that nature. I don't know, but. We'll get to that step when we get there. I just gotta get. I gotta get over this trapeze thing first. So, <laughs> I gotta let's go. forget about forget about New Zealand. Let's conquer Brooklyn first. I gotta conquer Brooklyn first, then we can talk about New Zealand. So, if you guys are interested, um, the place is called Trapeze School New York. Yes, Trapeze School New York. Trapeze they have a facility, an indoor facility in Brooklyn, and uh, in the summertime they do it in Manhattan. Um, and I mean, if you have small kids, your small kids can go as well. I seen a young girl; she must have been around six there mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. the trapeze. So, if you have small kids, you can do it. You can try Her it out. Parents it's like fun. your destiny is to be in the circus. Yeah. Like at six, what six year old is like? You know what? I want to be a trapeze artist. No, it's when just I get it's cool to do though. No, it's very cool. But her parents were like, you know what? This is what you're going to be when you get older. No, the six-year-old and her and her mom was doing it. That's so dope. Her and her mom was doing it. So it, it was dope. And you can go. You can check it out. It's not that expensive either. I know it sounds like it would be like two, three thousand. No, no, it's not, it's not, not that expensive, expensive at all. So it's you can go there. extremely affordable. And it's a lot of fun. Guys, it, you want to impress your girls? Girls, you want to impress your guys? Wake them up one morning and tell them you have the day planned for them and it's a surprise. Right. And just take them. Just take them. It's a lot of fun. That will be impressive. And uh, it's 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 pretty cool. Like we had a, we had a great 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 time. Happy it's, birthday it's to day. my baby boy. Yeah, a little Logie. Now, um, also we didn't talk about Christmas because the last time we uh, did the podcast, it was like in the middle of our day fifteen or day tens or whatever it was. Whatever. <laughs> so Christmas did come. We had Christmas dinner at the crib. Mm-hmm. Uh, just family members and close friends, and we had a great time. Yes, we it had was a great, so nice. wonderful time. I'm just glad that this year we did a chill relax Christmas because usually our Christmases are formal and there's a lot of pomp and circumstance and everyone's dressed up and there's people passing out champagne and caterers and cocktail dresses and things of that nature and I'm not going to lie this year I just didn't want to do it right I did not want to do it I just wanted to have a fun laid back correct chill Christmas so everyone we invited we told to come in Christmas pajamas. Mm-hmm. So everybody showed up like, okay, so should we get dressed and then change into pajamas once we get to that? No. 
Get into your car in pajamas, show up in pajamas, and leave in your pajamas. What should we bring? Bring nothing but some Christmas cheer and a smile, and come and drink some eggnog. And um, one of our friends, Anthony and his girlfriend, Carolina, they brought Coquito. Right. Which, I'm not a big drinker. I don't drink for taste. Um, Like you guys know, if I drink, I'm drinking to get twisted. Right. But this is probably the first alcoholic beverage that I actually enjoyed. Correct. And wanted another and another and another. It was so good. Right. I'm like, do they sell this at Gary's, which is like our neighborhood... um, Liquor store. Liquor store. But, you know, we 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 drank. We had fun. The kids had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. After dinner, we all loaded up in the family room and exchanged more presents, you know, presents between our, our guests and ourselves. And afterwards, we had a paper fight. Yeah, we our had a paper fight. Our traditional gift paper fight, which struck some of our guests by surprise. Yeah, we were hitting guests in the head with paper and wrapping paper. Yeah, they were like, what is this? But mm-hmm. I think that's what the kids look look forward to the most. Absolutely. To the presents. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, we played Taboo. Yes. Now, Taboo and all games in our house are very serious. Like, you know, we talk about Monopoly a lot and how serious Monopoly gets. Taboo is the same. Now, Gia and I are, are never on the same team when we play in the house because... I think, one, we know each other too well. Right. So we can kind of be like, uh, what did I have on my ass last week? A pimple. Correct. Well, you, know, for, you have like, to explain what Taboo is, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that haven't played it. Well, Taboo is, is a game where uh, they give you a, they give you cards and a timer and a buzzer. And the cards has a word. Let's say the word is acne. Okay. Let's say the word is acne. So uh, there's five clues that you cannot use. And you cannot use hand gestures. You can't use pointing. So you have to try to uh, give these people clues. It gives your team clues without using the five words that you can't use. So let's say acne. Let's say you can't use pimple. You can't use forehead. You can't use cheek or you can't use bump. So you have to try to explain acne. But I can say, Gia, when I was a kid, I had a lot of this on my face. And then mm-hmm. it would be like pimples. And I'd be like, continue, continue. And then she'd be like, acne. And you can go on. And you get a point. Right. So it's kind of like that. But it's one of our Christmas traditions. Christmas and Thanksgiving. Every Christmas and Thanksgiving, we play Taboo. And Correct. it gets so serious. Very serious. In our house. And it was nice to kind of share that tradition with our friends because I could really see them enjoying the competitiveness Correct. of it. And we, we take it to another level. Absolutely. So we had we did that. And of course I won. Your team won. My team won, but I won because I was the captain. So Now, I won. friends, family, if you were on my team, don't take offense to this. But I was trying to be a good host and I chose the weaker players because you weren't choosing them. No, that's and not that's true at all. And that's the reason why we lost. That's not true at all. It that's is true. That's a lie. It is true. So your daughter was the first person you picked. She was weak. See? And Logan was weak. See? And, and some of our other guests, I'm not naming y'all by names, but y'all were weak. All right. Well, I picked my players to win. And I win. Shout to Ingrid. <laughs> shout to Roman. Shout to Aunt V. Shout to my mom. And shout to Aunt. And we bust and kicked ass. And, and then we played a game called, what was that game called? Oh my gosh, what's it? Okay, so it's not our game. Our friend Carolina brought this game that I've never even seen before. I think it's it might be called Speak Out. Speak Out, I believe. I think it might be called Speak Out. You put this apparatus in your mouth and you have to read, for lack of a better term, a tongue twister. 
with this app, this plastic apparatus in your mouth. And the apparatus pretty much stretches out your lips so that it looks you're like not when you go able, to the dentist. When you go to the dentist yeah. and you brush your teeth and they have that apparatus that goes in your mouth to keep your your, your jaw and lips open. Yes. That's, it's the same apparatus. And it prevents you from being able to enunciate your words. Correct. So, for instance, maybe you're... P's and your B's, things that you have to join your lips to pronounce. So let's say the you're sentence You're not is, able to do it. The man jumped out the window. Let's say that's the sentence. So, but that wouldn't be a good example. Like, yeah, 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 it would be like Peter picked pickles perpetually. Right. Like it would be something like that. But with that device in your mouth, you can't say P. So you'd be like, it would be like that. Right. So you're teammates have to guess what you're saying Correct. word by word and i didn't think it was going to be that much fun until we started playing and right. it was hysterical right it was so much fun and I, and i would just say that if you do play it or you do buy the game to play with some friends you got to brush your teeth because everybody sees it all in your grill oh my gosh <laughs> like you can see every cavity every That's right. filling yeah, you see in, in somebody's grill. <laughs> if you have gingivitis don't play yes. like it is <laughs> It is like you could. Yeah, it's very it's very intrusive. Yeah, it's very intrusive. But we had a great time. Yes. If you guys do um, holiday get togethers, incorporate a game. Right. Incor- like uh, to me that that's uh, it's so much fun to me. And, you know, I, I want to figure out. I mean, we, we have to do a, a live podcast in February. We got to figure out where we do a live. Po- you just yeah. tell me just like that. We yeah. can have a conversation about this. We will. After this podcast, we need to have a live podcast forever. But we need to do a game night one night. I don't know how we can do it. A game night? We got to figure out how we can do a game night and invite some of our listeners and followers where we do it at a play. I don't know if it can be taboo or something, but we need to figure out a game night. That'd be too difficult. We got. We'll figure it out because we we might have to do like maybe do it in a way where it's 10 different games, 10 different taboos playing. And then let's say like elimination, and then elimination and round, then, elimination round, elimination round. And then the yeah, top two teams play each other. Great idea. We need to figure that out. I want to do that. You know what I also want to do? What's that? Like a big karaoke night. Yeah, we can do that. That's easy. I want to do that. Like maybe rent out Caroline's again or something like that and then do karaoke. I think that would be so much fun. We'll figure that out. Ooh, I like want to do more of that in a round year. of drinks or something, get everybody light and tipsy yeah. and then go in for those I, people that have nerves. I want to do more of that. More date night ones. this year. Yeah. Huh? I think that we, should, we should do that this year. More date night things to do. Yeah. They just have like, even rent out a movie theater and then just all of our listeners go out there and we just all watch a movie together and then yeah. we all talk about it. If this thing is like that, maybe a book night where we all read a well, book and we talk about it. it. Yeah. For the new year, don't talk about it. Be, be about, about it. it. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah. that was our holidays. So now what I want to talk about now is I want to, there's a lot I, I, we got to talk about before this podcast is over. Uh, New Year's resolutions. Okay. Do you have any? Um, I didn't really, we, you know, we've been on a hundred for the past. We have like six weeks planning for the vacation, going on vacation, coming back and slamming right into the wall of Christmas and preparing for all of that. Then right after that, Logan's birthday. And now it's today. Correct. So I haven't even had a moment really to think about New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. but I can think about it now. All right. Well, well, you think about it while I start. So you've already thought about your resolutions? Yeah, some of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first one is... Uh, and I, I don't want to throw this out there because this is going to be difficult, but I want to go to church more. Yes. And that's that's one. We haven't gone to church 
often at all. I mean, and we always blame it on uh, busy schedules. We also blame it on I'm traveling or we're tired or the kids have things. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many different things we can do to go to church not only church on sunday if we can't make sunday service we can do a bible study we can do a bible study there's so many different things where we can be you know uh to get to church so that's what i want to start planning oh, you're out making me so happy i want to do that second of all <clears throat> i want to focus on um uh the casey crew brand and with Dude. that being said as a kid i really didn't know much about business you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know much about making money. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of fell into it and worked hard and did it. Mm-hmm. I want our kids to know it before they do it. A lot of the things that we did, it was we made mistakes and then we figured out how not to do it the next time. Right. And what I want to do with the Casey Crew <clears throat> brand is I want to make it a business where our kids learn how to make money. And I really want them to do it. Like Logan does it with his stuff and he flips stuff and sells stuff and, you know, plays Madden and, and, and wins coins and sells coins and all that. And I'm And I'm grateful. But I want to create a business where he has his own and he figures how to do things himself. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Madison, you know, you know, Madison has told me she wants, she wants to be an environmental scientist. She tells me also that she wants to be a model and she tells me all these things that she wants to do all these ideas. And a lot of times when, you know, people tell you or kids tells you these ideas, you don't really follow through. And I want to follow through with what they want to do mm-hmm. and really push them towards that direction and be that person that says, okay, if this is what you want to do, let me throw you out into the fire. Let me, I'm going to take those modeling pictures for you, get those modeling pictures and take you to a couple of auditions. Same thing with little London. I know she's only four, but we're going to put her little ass to work you know (laughs) send on a couple of auditions where everybody has their own taste of business and doing things so when you want to introduce the family to business absolutely okay i like that idea but you know with madison um people would always ask me why don't you get her into modeling Uh or things like that and i never wanted to do it why i'm gonna be honest because i was a child model Mm -hmm. and my experience was that it just wasn't worth it Mm-hmm. And I booked a lot, but unless you land a national campaign like Colgate or Target or, you know, something along those lines, it doesn't pay for everything that you miss. So, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned this because a lot of people for some reason have DM'd me in the past about their children modeling. And I never really understood why, because we don't have child models. Right. So, Maybe this will help a couple people. I'll tell you what my experience was like. And maybe things have changed. Okay. um, But I'll just speak from experience. You have an agency. Uh And your agency, well, my agency would call me maybe once every two weeks or once every three weeks to go out on what they call a go-see. Correct. And your go-see, who they choose for, would be kids that match one type. So they might be looking for a child between the ages of such and such and such and such with these features or this nationality Mm -hmm. with these other characteristics. Correct. So they choose you, you go out. Now there might be you plus 20 other children Mm -hmm. going out for the same role. You have to miss school for the day. Okay. So that means that your mother or your father has to miss work for the day or at least a half a day. I would drive to the city. That's gas and tolls and parking. Then you go in, you audition or you shoot and then you leave. First of all, the waiting process 
would be like three or four hours sometimes. Right, you know, you'd be there all day waiting just for your shot or your audition. There's no time to go back to school. You miss a day of school. Your parents miss work. You wait. It costs money to get there to park and everything. You may or may not get chosen. You have a one in 20th shot of getting chosen or getting the part, getting the role, getting the piece, whatever it is. And you might only book 15%, 20%. Like if you're amazing, maybe 50%. I booked about 30%. So I mean, 70% of the time that you go out, it's for nothing. And for a child in school, you're missing a lot of school to right. chase this dream. And if you book, these might be jobs that are paying maybe $1,000. Right. So I didn't think that it was necessarily worth it. Correct. But you might have a child that's an absolute star, like the Hadids or something like that, that had that special sauce. So I'm not saying that to discourage you, but that's the reason why I didn't want to do it with Madison. I didn't want her to miss school. I figured when she got a little older, if it's something that she was interested in and she wanted to pursue, then she can make that choice okay. and then we can try to figure a way around it. But that's why... Well, that's not the reason why I didn't pursue it, but that's why at the time um, I didn't necessarily think that it was worth it. So I did it all the way up until I got cut. And then after that, I was going off to college anyway. So that's when I stopped. But I mean, I made a good amount of money, but for me to extend it to my children, I just chose not to. Now but with I, London. But, I, you know, with Madison, I just think the experiences would be great for her. Mm -hmm. I also um, I think it's a little different. And the reason I say it's a little different, and, and this is going to sound a little crazy, but we're a little picky, you know? What do you mean? Um, there's certain things that we do and certain things that we don't do. And, you know, we can decide what we want to do or decide what we want to do because of how hard that we work. Okay. For instance, um, if they call Madison down and says, hey, we want your daughter to be in this music video, we're going to say, go fuck off. They wouldn't call for a music I'm video. Just saying, you did a music video one time. That was an MTV music video. Right. That was an MTV music video MTV that I booked music that video. time. Right. But, you know, we could say, go fuck off. Let's say they say, okay, well. But it we, wasn't two chains. I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, still, you know. Uh -huh. But, you know, I wouldn't, you know, let her do certain things. There's only certain things that I'm a, allow her to do because we're not necessarily, we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it for the exposure and to the see experience. if she wants to make a career out of it. So mm -hmm. I think it would be great. Now, you were saying about London. With London, um, she might be a little bit of an exception to the way that I feel about it mm -hmm. because, you know, when I was a kid, yeah, yes, I like the camera. I like to take pictures and things like that. Most little girls do. But London is a little bit different. I think that she might be a good actress. Okay. Um, I agree. She's a pleaser. She is. She's the child that if you tell her to do something, she is going to do it. She's not going to give you a hard time. She's not going to say, I'm over this. She's not going to say, I'm tired. It could be midnight and she will hold a pose. Right. And she does it because she wants to do it. Correct. It's not because she's being made to do it. She's being forced to do it. She'll come into my room in the morning before school and say, mommy, I came up with a new pose. And then she'll hit it. And she'll be like, you like it? Right. That's and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me get my phone. Let me take a picture. That is absolutely positive. She her. enjoys it. So I think that that might be some of her special sauce. You know, right. that might be something that she's into. Now, if your child has a dream, your child wants to do something because it's in their blood, 
then you chase that. You go for it because they're putting their foot forward and they're showing you. I just don't want to put the foot forward for my kids. I want it to be their decision. I want it to be something that they do. She was watching something on TV. This is about two months ago. And she said, mom, I'd like to be on TV. And I was thinking to myself, well, most kids look at TV and say, I want to be on TV. So I said, well, what do you mean? She was like, I want to learn how to do what they do, you know? And I said, okay, you know, that's, that's a little sign that this might be something that you're into. So for the new year, I think it would be a great idea to at least take those steps and to feel it out and to see if those two specific children um, really want to do it and really have what it takes to do it. Right. You know, it's a lot to say you want to do something, but then when you get into it and you start getting rejection after rejection after rejection, then you get to see what you're really made of. Do you continue? Do you work harder? Do you go on more go sees? Then, you know, time will tell. Right. So, so that's when, you know, back to the business, what I want to do with our kids. And as far as our relationship, I want to live in the moment more. What do you mean? Um, every morning, you know, we've been on vacation for the last two weeks. Every morning when we get up, we just hold each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's no rushing. There's no, I got to go to work or we got to take the kids here or we got to do this or we got to do that. And I enjoy it. Sometimes you forget and you don't live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I want to live in the moment more, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy each other more. We enjoy each other a lot. And, but it's the small things that I think like. This morning when we woke up and, you know, we were in bed naked and we just held each other for 15 minutes and hugged each other and, you know, mm-hmm. kissed each other. Like, I, I missed that. That was because, like two hours ago. I know. <laughs> because usually it's like, oh, baby, good morning. All right, let's go. We got to go here. We got to go there. This one has this. No, this you know what it is? We wake up and we look at each other. Okay, what's the plan for today? Right. Because we have a thousand things to do. Correct. First, we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we have to jet over here. Then mm-hmm. we have to get this. And we have to get back in time for this. So it's usually a very regimented day. Correct. But I like that. So those are, are, are some of my New Year's resolutions as far as what I want as a family, what I want as myself. Uh, what are some of yours? Okay, so I'm on the spot. Let me think. Well, I'd like to be a better friend. Okay. To my friends. Um, because we're so busy and because we have five kids and because I have you and not for nothing, you take up a lot of me Mm -hmm. and I love it that way. Right. Like that is my choice. I love being up under you and Mm -hmm. I love you being up under me and I'm up under my kids. Mm -hmm. We're all up under each other and that doesn't leave much time for my friendships. Correct. And it's so much so I feel like we're so busy constantly that I'll be in the middle of something. I might get a text glance at it and then be like, okay, I have to text back so-and-so, but I can't right now. I'll do it later and you forget. Because I'm driving so-and-so to here and when I get there, I'm in the middle of something. Then when I get back, you know, we're up under each other and then I fall asleep. And then it's not till the next day that I realize, oh my gosh, did I return so-and-so's text? Mm -hmm. I might have formulated the text message in my mind and never texted it. And for some reason, believe that I sent that message that I formulated in my mind. Correct. Go back the next day to check and like, wow, I never texted back so-and-so. They must feel slighted. I feel horrible. Right. Then I'll text, sorry, thought I texted you, but didn't. I don't like to be that person. I like to be equally as present 
Well, maybe not equally, but very present for my friends in a similar way that I am for my family. Also, I don't make physical time for my friends as much as I used to because Saturdays were inundated with a thousand things and we wake up with that schedule and I don't go out with my friends on the sat on Saturdays. I don't meet my friends for drinks on Fridays. I don't just go and chill at their house for a few hours. And usually if I do, I feel guilty. Right. I feel guilty because I feel like I'm taking time away from the kids, especially Mm -hmm. like even you, I feel like I'm taking time away from you because you work so much. Mm -hmm. So when you're free, I make it my business to be free. Right. And I love that. But maybe one weekend every two months, I can be with, you know, some of my friends. One weekend every three months when I'm out of town and I have a show and I'm not here. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm cool with that. And not for nothing, Madison and Logan make me feel guilty. Right. I'm Listen, the other night you had a show uh-huh. on Wednesday. So what was that? Was that? Night before last. Right. Because today's, this is Friday? Yes. I don't even know what day it is. That's how bad it is. So this is Friday morning right now. Wednesday, Rashawn had a show. We went out early in the day with the kids. We were with the kids all day. We come back home and I said to Madison, I said, dad asked me to come to the club with him. I might, you know, go to the club. Right. She's like, mommy, can you please just stay home with us? Can we cuddle and just watch a movie? You don't have to go out. You don't have that much fun anyway. (laughs) I said, I do have fun. I said, I can't remember the last time I went out with daddy. Probably the last time we went out of town. Mom, please stay. Then Logan chimes in. I'll get in the bed and cuddle with you guys. And we go all watch a movie together. Mm -mm -mm. I just don't want you to go. I just want you to stay. Little suckers taking my bedtime. And I was like, aw, now I feel bad. Okay, I'll stay with you guys. Mm -mm -mm. And you went to the club by yourself. You know, every time, I don't know what it is about our family and our kids, but every time that I leave the house or have to leave the house, and especially if it's not with you, the kids look at me like, do you have to go? Mm -hmm. Can you just stay? So I guess all of those play a part in the fact that I don't really make enough girl time for my friends. So I'd like to adjust that. I think as soon as I get a text message, unless I'm driving, I'm going to return it in the moment. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And also I put my phone down all the time. Like I'm not on top of my phone the way my friends are on top of their phone. You text them, they hit you back immediately. My phone will be on the night table. I'm in the house doing something. I'm in front of the house doing mm-hmm. something. And I don't get back to my phone till two hours later because I don't babysit it. Correct. You know, and then I'm like, oh, I have six text messages, you know. So I just want to be on top of that a little bit more. Um, let me think another way that I would like to better myself. To be honest, I've been trying to do a lot of betterment this entire year. Uh-huh. Um. Like I've said before, you know, I want to become self-actualized. I want to take steps to be my best self, Mm -hmm. my ultimate self. I want to be the kindest, most loving, God-fearing person that I can be. So I feel as though we put God first Mm -hmm. every moment of the day. I mean, I don't do anything without God being a part of it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I make sure that I'm accountable to God with every decision. And I think I've told you this before. I don't know if I've ever said it before on the podcast, but I used to litter. (laughs) 
(laughs) For instance, you know, I wouldn't think anything about chucking a gum wrapper out the window. Correct. Or, you know, just throwing something on the sidewalk. And when I think back to that, wow, how horrible. I'm even embarrassed to say it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, years and years ago, I used to do that. Right. Now... I'm thinking about it, you know, every time I have the urge to toss something because it's inconvenient to hold or whatever, I'm like, nope, can't mess up God's planet. Right. This is God's house. Can't do it. You know, so even little things like that, anytime I have the urge to smudge the truth because it might make my life a little bit more convenient or easier in that moment, Uh my conscience holds me back and I literally cannot do it. Gotcha. You know, I can't do it because I think about what's right every moment of the day. Right. And don't get me wrong. There might be, there's times obviously where I fail and I do something wrong or something that I could have been better at and I made a lesser choice, but I've really been trying very hard to be my best self. Um, I want to continue that. I want to continue everything that I've set into motion this year, but This might sound a little cheesy, but, you know, what's that saying? You know, everybody now is like, okay, you're you're living your best life. I want to live my best life. I I want to take advantage of everything that this life has to offer. Yes. I want to have the most fun. Mm -hmm. I want to love hard. I want to be the best mother. I want to be the best wife. I want to be the best daughter. Any and everything that I've been doing, I want to do it better. And I want to live in that moment, every moment of the day. I want it to be heavily on my mind. How can I be better to this person? Right. Especially my family. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I'll say ditto. And I want you to hold me accountable. I will. You know, if I'm doing something that I might be having a selfish moment or whatever, I want you... To help me. I want you okay. to call me on it. And the same you with know? me. And the same with me. Yesterday, not to get into the details of it, but I was on the verge of not making the best decision and you called me on it. And you said, you know, you might want to go a different route. Um, it came to fruition this morning and I happened to be right <laughs> about what I thought. And I wish I would have handled it the way that I initially wanted to. But right. even though I was right, your decision was the better decision absolutely, because I could have been wrong. That's right. I could have been wrong. So I was glad and thankful that you showed me a better way in that moment. So I want to be able to do that for each other continually throughout this year. Okay. So I just want to be better. All right. You know, well, those are some of our new year's resolutions. I love those. Okay. Good. I'm going to copy some of yours. So, Oh, Oh, and just to piggyback on yours, I would like to try. I'm starting next week. Church every other Sunday. Okay. And there's a church that I have in mind that was recommended to us that I would like to, but we have to get up early. We got three babies to get ready. We got to get those teens up so that they get ready. We're going to bring the nanny. We're all going to go. I want to go every other weekend. And I don't want you working and being tired to be an excuse. I want you to push through. I want us all to push through and, um, and do it because there's nothing like giving your children the gift of God. I, I mean, I agree. I don't. I, I once every month, every other Sunday is is a lot. I think we should try once a month or once every three weeks first. Because I mean, you always want to ease into things. I gotta ease. Well, you know what it what is. What about just jumping in? 
No, it's difficult because you're talking to somebody who does shows Friday and Saturday and then no, I know. It'll fly be back and then no, I know. have shows. I get home at five in the morning and we got to leave at six to be at, at church at seven thirty, eight o'clock. Well, or how about o'clock. this? How about this? That's what I said. We'll let's, ease no, no, into no. It. Let's make it our goal. But, you know, if you're just flying in on a Saturday night or something like that, then maybe not. We can be a little bit flexible. Just be with realistic, it. you know? No. Well, let's be realistic. Let's not, you know, call it. Let's just have a goal for it to be because with kids, all I know is that ever since we incorporated God in our life, we can't stop the blessings from rolling in, you know, ever since we started living a better life and trying to serve him and be better, we've never been happier. Right. And we give our kids a lot of God in the house but getting up and going to church is a way of showing God your commitment. And I want them to learn that now, especially the little ones from an early age, that it's just part of their routine. Like we go to church on Sundays and they'll be able to give that gift to their children and their blessings will be abundant because they'll be learning how to be better people because of what they're learning in church. And right. it'll just improve and enhance their lives. So I really want to do that. You know, we talked about that a few months ago. So I'm glad that it's fresh on your brain and you made it your new year's resolution. Right. I want to try out a couple of churches too. Okay. I want to check out pastor Carl Lentz's church. Okay. And then we could check out the church. Uh, He does it in the city. Okay. Um, And then we could check out the church that you want to visit in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I also want to check out the church that we went to Bible study last week in Newark. So Mm -hmm. there's a couple of places that we want to try out and see what, what we're Yeah, It's all going to be good. So it doesn't, you know, it's all, it's all good. Absolutely. Um, I don't have an email of the week. You told me you had an email of the week. I have a situation of the week. And I asked you if you had two, you told me you had two. Well, let me tell you. So what what kind of tricky business is going on here? So um, this is a situation of the week. All right. Um, There's a young man. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, The young man has been dating his girl for four years. Okay. Recently, he found out that his girl has been cheating on him. Okay. Uh, He kind of cracked into her phone, her iCloud, and has been checking her messages. Okay. And this girl has been, you know, Meeting this other guy. They've been going on dates. He's been seeing their messages. She found out that, you know, he hacked her on iCloud. So now she's been sending messages through Facebook. Okay. So he cracked the Facebook code and he's been watching their messages. Uh, the other day they were at a restaurant eating. He pulled up to the restaurant and he Wait, just. who was at a restaurant? Her and her side dude? Her and her side dude. Okay. Pulled up at the, we're eating at a restaurant. He pulled up and he didn't go inside. He just wanted to see them. Mm. Uh, That's something I would do. He wants to know what he should do. Um, I'll tell you what I told him to do. Um, so this is someone you know? Uh, some uh, A friend of a friend. I know the, I, I, we both know the person, but okay. it's their friend. Okay. Wants to know what he should do. Um, now, this is the catch. Mm-hmm. The girl that he's been dating for four years okay. was married. He was the side dude oh. mm-hmm. when she was married. Mm-hmm. She left her husband for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they've been going out for years. Yeah, he's having a problem because she's de- she's basically cheating on him with how somebody else. you get him is how you lose him. I mean, come on. 
there's not much to be said, to be honest. Now, this is what I told him. I told him the problem with her is she's, she's a hoe. I didn't say a hoe. I said she's not loyal. No, I didn't say that. I said she's not cut from that cloth. No, I didn't say what do that. You expect no, no, I didn't say that. What, did I, you think you were so special? No, I didn't say. I said the. I said the problem is. <laughs> I, mean, I said the problem is with her. I hope this person doesn't know me because I'm absolutely going to be offensive during this. It's okay. I said the problem is with her, and I said the problem is it's obviously that she likes she likes the honeymoon part of a relationship yeah, no, it's true. Mm-hmm. where she likes when you first start going out and everything is so hunky dory so and insightful. so compliments and let's do this let's do that let's do that that's what she enjoys right. and when that's over she misses that and she starts getting it from somebody else it could be compliments yes. it could be feeling good and that's where she's at with it um i told him that he needs to man up and i'm gonna tell you why i mean maybe you're different there is no way in hell I could have cracked your eye cloud, seen you in a restaurant with another man, and just not running in while out. So being a man is the equivalent of running in, no, no, and no, wilding out. I'm just telling you how emotional and how how. But what, how do you how do you equate that to him having to man up? There's no way in the hell I think any man. Maybe maybe it's just me talking shit. Any man out there could see the person that they love with another individual and not say nothing. I would have pulled up a chair and got some popcorn and just sat there and watched. I would want to see how, if I were him, I would want to see how she laughed with the other person. I would want to see if she leaned into the other person. But after seeing all that, I what would, would you do? I'm an observer, though. But after seeing all that, and what I'm would you do? Calm. But what would you do after seeing all well, that? Well, then I would make a few mental notes and then decide what I want to do. So I you might, would never walk I into the might, restaurant? I might go in to the hostess and order something and have it sent over to the table. And then when I saw the food coming, I will pull up a chair and sit down and introduce myself. See, so you would uh, you would you would interact. Of course. OK. At some point. He didn't interact. He just left. Then he left. Right. Aww. Me. I, the whole restaurant would know what was going on. <laughs> I would Teresa Judice that table. I would flip that fucking table. <laughs> You would have walked in like, ah! What? They would have had to call the police. <laughs> I would have fought. You, they definitely would have had to If, if it was breakfast, I would have took the eggs and I would have threw it on you and him. Uh-huh. It would have been, it would look like loving hip hop because I would have been throwing juices and sodas all over the place. Uh-huh. It would have been a motherfucking movie. And then what? So after the movie was over, everybody's sitting there dirty and messed up. Then what do you do? This is the good part. Then what do you do? I'm going to tell you, in his situation, what I would have done is this. Now, he he approached and says, hey, there's this guy. No, 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 no. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dirty. In your version, everyone's dirty and messy. Now, everybody's standing there. The people in the restaurant are shocked and appalled. Right. The police are on their way. You're standing there looking at me and looking at him. Now, what do you do? Well, I would have called you a fucking, a bunch of fucking <laughs> whore bitches. A bunch of what? Fucking whore bitches. <laughs> You best def, definitely would have been a fucking a bunch of fucking whore bitches. You fucking whore bitch. You whore bitch. You fucking whore bitch. You'd have been a bunch of fucking whore bitches. You bitch from a whore. You bitch from a whore. Anyway, I would have been able to say you whore bitch fuck and you fuck whore bitch. You, it would have right? Been, it would have been all that on you. Right. And him too. Right? Uh, he would have been a whore bitch too. He would have been a whore bitch too. <laughs> and then I would have left. Right? Oh, then you walk out. I'll I tell you why I walk out. Right? Because now I got to walk out and I got to beat you home. 
Because now I got to throw all your shit so out. So you got to fuck all my shit out? I got, no, I got, all your shit got to get the fuck out my crib. So, your crib? Yeah. Wait, so then it turns into your crib? I'm going to tell you, in this situation. Once I cheat, it turns into your crib? In this situation, she was living with him. So I'm using, oh, I'm, I'm, mirror, okay, I'm okay. mirroring this uh, situation. This situation. Uh-huh. I would have threw all your shit out, mm-hmm. out the fucking house, mm-hmm. changed the locks. You wouldn't have had time to change the locks. Oh, I would have right just locked the door. I would have locked the door and made sure I put something so you couldn't get in that put house. the chair up against the doorknob. There would have been something that you could not the get dresser. in the house. You would have looked, you would have went there and all your shit would have been right there on the lawn. Okay, so now you got you to jet home, throw everything out, prop the door, then what? And that's it. Then it's over. Then it's over? Then it's over. Then you just sit in the room and cry? Yep. <laughs> yep. But you had been a bunch of fucking whore bitches. <laughs> in the meantime. In the meantime, you would have been a bunch of fucking whore bitches. And that would have been, that's, would have been and that's what I told him to do. I told him, you know. Call her call her some names. I call her say, out her name. No, I didn't say all that. I saw, Fuck I told shit him, up no, no, and no, go I, home. I didn't tell him all yes! that. Yes. I didn't tell him all that. A plus for your advice. I didn't tell him all that. I, what I told him was, I said, you know, obviously the reason mm-hmm. he hasn't approached her and the reason he hasn't left as of yet is because he still hopes and feels that she will change and turn and say, hey, I did this and I'm wrong. But I told him, why would she, she? she probably won't. There's no catalyst She's done this before. Do so I said, you're going to have to let go. And since you don't seem like the, the bout it, mm-hmm. bout it type, which is cool, which is fine. Every man is different. I said, <clears> what <throat> I would advise you to do is I would pack up all her shit, mm-hmm. drop it off at her mama's house because that's where she has to live now. <laughs> And I said, I would change my lock and I would let go. I would let go. I said, you don't want to put yourself in a, in a predicament, in a situation where you're arguing, where you're fighting. None of that. She found a new guy. Pack her shit up. Let it go. And just let it go and move on. And 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 hopefully that gives you the closure. It's not going to be easy. Obviously, you have feelings for her. I said, but you got to understand, you was the side dude. You took her from her husband. You were the side dude. You know? Sometimes I'm sure in situations that might work where y'all live happily ever after, but in a lot of situations it didn't, and it didn't for you. Let things go. Mm. Um, you know something, babes. A lot of times that is the advice. Okay. Let go. Move on. Okay. Look, look the other way. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel as though people really ever take that advice i mean occasionally i'm sure there are people are strong enough to do it but it sounds like the type of advice that's always given that people never follow Uh you know why because that's like number one on the list of easier said than done i know do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just forget about him he doesn't deserve you Mm -hmm. he's not worth it you deserve better just move on like people hear that. People are the recipient of that type of advice all the time. Right. But nobody actually knows how to do it. That's correct. Do you know what I mean? Like you love somebody. That's why I explained. You snuggle with them every night or when they're not with their side pieces. You know, you they have a special sauce that just really interacts with your chemistry. And it's not so easy to let go. How do you suggest that people actually execute that advice. I mean, it's difficult. I mean, you can't, but in this, and I'm not only talking about this situation. And the reason I'm um, but how think about it, like how how. What do you mean how? How how do how do you do it? How do people move on? How do people look the other way? How do people really internalize that you don't deserve it? How do you just let go when you love somebody? Right, but see, this this is a difference between there are people with willpower 
that can do it. No, no. They can put their minds to it and do it. But there are so many people it is that difficult. just can't. It's difficult. But when you get disrespected in a way and then you get caught and you continually get disrespected. And I'm going to tell you why. Because there's more to the story. Like, he approached her and was like, hey, you know, you're very flirty, flirty with this guy. Because this is when he first started to see. And he was like, you know, just do me a favor. I really don't want you hanging out with this guy. It just doesn't seem right. Like, you guys, the way you're talking to each other. She was like, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt, Sweetie Pie. Where does she know him from? Because she shouldn't be Facebooking, texting, nobody. Period. She shouldn't be hanging out with no other dude that wasn't like a childhood friend or a cousin. Well, it's the thing. And that's what he said. And you know what her reply was? What? You can't tell me who to hang out with or Word. who to be friends with. Word. That's what I'm saying. She, she, Word. you, you basically caught her, uh, and she basically shitted on you. And she continued, and she she's just disrespect. But not only that, yeah, she's it's, it's like she cheated, and then she's taking her friends along with her. So now she's trying to play him and make right. a mockery of. That's him. what I'm saying. So it's at a point now where it's like you know what. You got to just let go because I understand that you might have love for the person and you love that person, but if they you know, people fuck up. If they fucked up and they're not trying to fix that fuck up, mm-hmm. then it's like she really doesn't respect you. And she's really on to this new person. Just like she left her husband for you, she's probably going to do the same with Thing. him. Mm-hmm. You know? So sometimes you just got to let go. But you know something? That always kind of throws me off. I went to a party mm, maybe two months ago. Uh-huh two months ago about eight weeks ago and it was at a restaurant uh-huh. it was someone's birthday and the owner of the restaurant now you weren't there mm-hmm. the owner of the restaurant comes over to me and he starts chit-chatting you know and i have my ring on i was one of the few people that was there without a spouse but i had my ring on uh-huh. and he's chit-chatting so at first it was fine you know, he's just chit-chatting. Oh, where do you live? Oh, what do you do? Oh, ba 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 ba. And it was cool. No problem. Then the questions started getting a little bit more long-winded. He was sticking around for a little bit longer. And now at this point, he's asked me enough questions to know that I have a husband okay. and children. Mm-hmm. When I said that to him, then he felt comfortable to tell me that he had a wife. We've both been married around the same amount of time. And then... He said, well, how did you get here? No, no. First, he asked me, well, can I buy you a drink? I said, no, I'm good. I'm not drinking. He said, well, why aren't you drinking? I said, because I'm driving. He said, let me get you a drink. I can drive you home. I said, I don't think my husband would like that. He said, what? There's no problem. It's just, you know, a friendly person driving you home. You should have said, yeah, I got a new gun I'm trying to use out. You definitely should have said, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy that you think for a moment that I would go out of my way to tell you that I'm married and still allow you to drive home. Like, what kind of girls do you meet that this is par for the course? Well, that's part. You know what I mean? That's part of his game. He's an owner of a restaurant. I'm sure he's he's a, a, a has on an expensive suit and his hair slicked back. He has a nice car. This is what he does. And I'm sure he catches a lot of women out there and, and they do it crazy to me Mm -hmm. so I told him no obviously and he just kept he kept coming at me because he probably usually doesn't get no well tomorrow do you have any plans for tomorrow I said I have a whole I have a whole packed day with my husband and kids well maybe on Sunday if you don't have anything going on maybe I can take you out for coffee 
I said, now why would I go? Now at this point, it's a game. Now, now I'm just having fun because Correct. it's like research for me. Right. I said, now let me ask you a question. Why would I go for coffee with you? He said, because, you know, we can just be friends. We can just be friends and get to know each other. I like you. I like your vibe. I like your energy. I would just like to get to know you better. I said, to what end? What would you get out of getting to know me better? Right. And he said, I don't know. I just like to be around you. I said, do you think I'm stupid? And he just looked at me crazy. I said, what kind of girls do you typically meet? Do you have girls that tell you that they're married and they actually entertain you? Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever actually gotten to take somebody out for coffee that was married? He was speechless. I said, no, no, answer me because I'm curious. Because at this point, it's fun. Right. Because my relationship with my husband, I feel like I'm like one with him. So now I'm feeling disrespected for him. Right. And he said, no, no, well, I didn't mean to offend you. I just thought, I said, you thought wrong. So with this guy, your friend of a friend, I'm just wondering when you meet somebody mm-hmm. and they have a spouse and they entertain you. Is there no, I can understand if you just want to sleep with them and right. leave them alone. Right, right, right. Because it's a selfish thing. You're getting what you want. You don't care who they're married to. If they're married, whatever. You get what you want out of it. It's a nasty thing. But all right. You were going in there for selfish purposes. But the point where you actually consider incorporating this person into your life, do you not think, wow, I was able to take this person from somebody else. This is not a loyal person. Mm-hmm. This is not a good person. This isn't a person that I would probably want to put all my eggs in a basket with and build a future. Do you not think that? For instance, if this guy were actually able to get me to go to coffee with him and then go to, oh, because he also, it's a long story, but he wanted to take me to go see some houses. Because earlier on, I told him that we were thinking about moving. He said, well, maybe I can take you to go look at some houses. There's Mm -hmm. a couple of beautiful houses in my neighborhood. And when I'm sitting there, and that's where I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun, this conversation. So if you have a person that's actually entertaining you, like, do you not think, like, this isn't a person that I would want to build a future with? I don't understand it. Well, I, I think that he is going to um, take my advice and, and pack her stuff up and take it to her mama house. But, you know, it, it was just one of those things where sometimes people just needed advice and didn't know what to say. And hopefully my advice is the right advice for him. It can't be the wrong advice. No, OK. So that that's that's what I think. And that's what I gave him advice. So if he's listening to the podcast, I'll tell our friend to guide him to the podcast. And and hopefully, you know, things work out better for him and he gets rid of that dead weight in 17 and has some new weight 18. in 2018, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I know we're a little over and a little extra in our podcast today. Uh, I wanted to talk about something I teased last week and I just want to go through briefly. Uh, I wanted to talk about sex drives. And I, and I know I talked about it. I forgot. About no, I talked about it. And um, I got a question. And, and uh, for me, yeah, no. Somebody asked me, um, how do you deal with different sex drives at different ages? And I thought about this, and I was like, because Gia's sex drive is on a thousand. I Gia likes to fuck. Like, let's, awesome. All right, that's just great. All right, can we just change the word of choice? What I'm just saying. Like, come on. Gia loves to fuck. <laughs> what word were you talking about? What word were you talking about? Hello? Yeah, I'm not playing with you anymore. I just go ahead. I, go ahead. Okay. So now we're over. I don't have time to play with you. So now it's like, well, how do you deal with it? So I like I told her. You know, the the, the thing with Gia is Gia, Wait, it was a female that asked you? Yeah. 
Okay. So, you know, when they asked, I, they, they they didn't ask me personally. They asked they, they asked if we could talk about it on the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. So when I thought about it, I said, hmm, well, how do we deal with it? And I said, because Gia likes to fuck. Mm. Or Gia loves to fuck. And I was like, <laughs> but, you know, there's Great. times when I'm tired and I worked a lot. And I just came back from the gym and this, that, and the other. Um, Gia will like to have sex three, four times a day. She's always horny, and me myself. Irresistible. I I I didn't say I was irresistible. (laughs) I just said that you're horny. Uh huh. And me myself. Irresistible. Me not as much. I said, well, how do you deal with it? First of all, I think it has to be communication. It has to be a conversation. You know. Well, before you talk about how to deal with it, what do you think is responsible for different sex drives? Um, I think for myself, it's. I think because I hustle and I do so much, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm tired. Yeah. And you forget about the things, the little things in a relationship. Like for me, for instance, sometimes I get up in the morning and I'm like, oh shit, it's nine o'clock. We got a lot of shit to do today. Let's get up, baby. Get up, get up, get up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what I said. Sometimes you just got to live in a moment. That's right. early mm-hmm. to the conversation. That's part of the reason why I said that is, yeah. you know, get up and hug your spouse and kiss her and, and touch her and love her and, and fuck her and Great. touch her ass mm-hmm. and stick your finger in her butt and just do like all that. those things, just like that. Mm-hmm. you know, because those are the things that you used to I don't do. like the finger in my butt by the way I know Just those are know. the things that you used to do just in case do. you were you know led astray and you think that I I, I, I actually don't like that I know mm-hmm. but Good. those are the things that you <laughs> that you used to do that you forget about because so many different things in this world you focus on now and you don't focus on those type of things mm-hmm. the simple things the things that you know that you used to do all the time that was so much fun and I'm like for you you're still at that mind frame where you, you you know, I always say this about you. You're like, fuck everything else in the world, you know, fuck, you know, like I want to get to that place, you know, because you don't think about the outside world. I mean, it could be bombs going off all around <laughs> the house and you'll be like, oh, no, well, you know, hey, baby, give me a kiss. Give me a hug. Let's just hug each other. And bombs will be like, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. The dog will be barking. Rrr, 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 rrr. And, and you'll be like, no, nah, I don't care about that. It's all about me and you. And then mm-hmm. and 30 minutes later, you'll be like, oh, was that a bomb I heard? That's how you are. And that's what I need to get to, you know, because I think. For one, I think I would enjoy life more. Mm-hmm. And two, I think I would enjoy you more. Mm-hmm. And knows where I want to get. So for me explaining that, I think part of that is communication and letting go of a lot of the things that we care and worry about that stress us out and say, fuck that for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people drink alcohol and they smoke weed because that takes them away from that. But that's only a temporary Right. Fix, you know, well, that's where addiction comes in. You have they to, constantly need it. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to just think. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, I have to have more communication where I should be able to say, you know what? I'm not thinking about anything that's going on in the world. I'm just thinking about my wife. I'm just thinking about enjoying my wife Aww. and eating that good, good and, and really enjoying <laughs> you. So w- what do you have to say about that? Um, I think that. In your example, for instance, in the mornings, mm-hmm. right? Yes, you wake up, you can give yourself a few minutes to just, to me, bonding in the morning sets the tone for the rest of the day. Correct. So when we wake up and you're hugging me and you're kissing me and it's just like my flesh against your flesh. And I'm not even talking about sex or anything like that. Uh-huh. It's really the bond. It makes us both get out of the bed 
with smiles on their on our faces and it's kind of like you want me to cook you breakfast no you want me to cook you breakfast no you want me to make you breakfast right. i'll make your favorite you know i got those good omelets like you know it sets the tone for a Absolutely. nice day and happiness and then it kind of snowballs and then we're in the car i'll let you you know listen to you know whatever you want to play on your playlist instead of me being selfish and wanting to listen to mine and then you know then at dinner like you know i want to do this for you and then mm-hmm. at night i want to do that for you it it just sets the tone so i like that but in your defense you think that you have a lower sex drive i don't necessarily know if it's that your sex drive is lower I think that you have a lot more responsibility than me Mm -hmm. and you run a hundred miles faster than me during the day. Mm -hmm. So how can I expect you to be on a hundred when you get home at night, when you were damn near falling asleep in the car on the way to get here? Correct. You know? Mm -hmm. So if you get in the bed and you can barely keep your eyes open, Mm -hmm. I can't expect you to want to, you know, engage in a 45 minute long tirade, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's just natural. Like your body is dead sometimes by the time that you get home, you know, in the morning, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if we don't have sex at night, we have sex in the morning, Correct. you know? So I would say we have sex at least once a day. Mm hmm. It's some way, or if we have it in the morning, we might have it at night. But I would say on average, maybe seven times a week. And I think that that's very high for especially, well, for most couples um, that aren't in a new, new relationship. But we've been married 16 years. We've been together 23 years. So I think that that's very high. So I don't think that you necessarily have a lower sex drive. I think that you're just bogged down with a ton of responsibilities, 76 jobs, you know, you always have bills and finances and how are you going to make this happen for your family? How are you going to make that happen for your family on your mind? You know, you're always trying to be Superman and that takes a toll, you know, that comes at a price. And I think that your energy and your attention span and your patience is that price to pay. So I give you a lot of slack. Like sometimes, you know, like you say, sometimes I'm agitated or sometimes I might have a little mean streak or whatever. I give you allowances for that because I understand what you're going through. Um, At the same time, my sex drive might be a little bit higher than yours. I don't know. It is. But for people now, I know, I mean, we both know a lot of people and, you know, you catch an earful every here and there. And there are people that have been together for two and three years that are now having sex like once a week. Right. You know, people that have been married for years that might have sex once a month, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think that's drive? Do you think that's boredom? Do you, what do you, what do you think that that is? Cause I think, I think that that's the, um, I think that's the real question. I think our situation even with you having so much responsibilities, I still think that we have the healthiest sex life. Mm-hmm. So what do you say for people that don't? And do you even think that that's a characteristic of an unhealthy sex life? Or do you think that that's normal? See, I, I, I think when it comes to people's sex life, I think there's so much involved. Um, and I think a lot of times people feel like they have to be in a good position in a good place to have sex and i think with a lot of people a lot of people i think deal with stress 
Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are stressed out, you know. Um, I think like, you know, when we talked about a podcast a couple of weeks ago, we talked about holiday stress and I got so many DMs. People were like, yo, oh, yeah? holiday mm-hmm. stress is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have that stress at the holidays trying to provide for your family, you know, people are not thinking about sex that because their their mind is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people need to. And this is going to be the crazy part. I think to have not even a healthy sex life, but a healthy life, I think we need to figure out how to let those stresses go. Mm, You know, even though those stresses are going to be there regardless, those problems are going to be there regardless. But we have to figure out a way to let those things go. And that's the type of thing that I was like, I need to do in the new year, because I feel like once we let those things go. Mm-hmm. I think your life would be happier. Yeah. And if your life is happier, then you can focus on a lot of the things that, you know, that mean the most to you. For instance, you know, one thing that you do that I always admire is no matter what, no matter how hard we worked or what we did or what we grinded out or if we traveled or whatever it is, you always look good for me. You know, it's like you sleep fucking in a way that your hair doesn't get messed up. <laughs> right. And I always appreciate that, you know, and because, and this is going to sound fucked up because I always like looking at you beautiful. Not to say that you look other than beautiful, but I always like coming home and just looking at you because it, it brightens my day. Aww. Not to say that you always, you come home and you look ugly and your, your hair is all fucked up and uh. you got, you know, hair under your armpits. Yeah. Not to say, but it, you know, some women are into that and I'm not, you know, shaming y'all, but I don't <laughs> like it, but you always look amazing. Aww. You know, you, your nails are always done. Your eyelashes are always, like when I it, it's a treat for me to come home and see you, mm-hmm. you know, and I appreciate that. So to get back to your question, I think a lot of people need to cut out on that stress. And that's what you do well. And that's one thing I could say that you help me with. You help me cut out with the bullshit and the stress and you try to help me. Sometimes I don't listen to you, but you try. And that, I, I think, creates healthiness and a healthy relationship where people want to do things. So you're talking about like the seed. So kind of right. cut it off at the knees. Absolutely. And get to like the root of the problem as opposed to, you know, the plants and the leaves. No, I, I, I get Absolutely. that. Um, I also think that people need to not compare their sex lives to other people's sex lives. Correct. Number one, because other people lie about their sex lives. That's true. I don't believe everyone that depicts their sex life in a certain way. You know, like, oh, we do this, we do that. And it's amazing. I appreciate, you know, the people that say, yeah, like we have missionary sex every night and that's what we like, you know? Right. Um, just don't compare yours to other people's because you don't really know if it's a direct or a real comparison. Right. That's number one. Number two, live your life. Right. You know, don't live anybody else's life. If you're in your home and you see what's going on in your home and whatever your sex life is, if it makes sense to you then you have to understand that that's okay. You can't have it in your mind, well, we have to have sex four times a week. Right. We have to have sex seven times a week. If we don't, then we're below par. And not, and not only that, you and I want to tell people and couples out there, everything that you see on social media, Instagram, it's not, all, it's not always true. Yeah, but that's what I was just saying. You know, and, and the reason 
you know, I, I love this podcast is we talk about the good, the bad and the ugly. And I also we also try to tell you about our family and how we do things like us going to trampoline and trapeze to the trapeze for the kids birthdays like we really do it and we don't do it for anything but to show our kids we love it and try to keep our relationship going and keep fun in our relationship and the reason we we post so much about our family is because we love seeing families together yeah and if we can help and give you ideas and don't get it twisted we 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 look at other people for ideas as well you know but if we can help and give you ideas where you can say, you know what? I never thought about trapeze. And let's take the whole family trapeze and it might be fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, you know what? I never thought about uh, going uh, skiing or, or going, what's the thing that we do? Indoor water Tubing park or, or things like that. It whatever. might be fun. You know, those are the type of things. Instead of just staying home and doing the same old shit and people are pissed off, try different things that are not that expensive that you could take your family and say, you know what? Because we really love seeing families together. There's so many people and so many families that DM family pictures to us and things that they're doing and we love it. Mm-hmm. We love seeing it. But you can't look at social media and things of that nature and assume other people's life. Right. You have to do what fits your life. If you work and your husband works and you have a bunch of kids and you both are tired at the end of the night, you can't think to yourself, all right, well, we got to have sex. Like You can't put sex on a schedule. Right. Jerk them off. You ain't got to fuck them. Just jerk them off. Or you can just go to sleep and not do anything. That's true. The point is that you can't put it on a schedule. You can't hold yourself to a certain standard. You have to do it when it feels right, when it feels natural. And that's different than being married to someone that you feel just isn't interested in you. Correct. You know, the point is that you have to identify whatever it is that's going on in your relationship. And then if there's actually a problem with drive or desire or chemistry, you need to identify that and address that as a problem and try to tackle that. But my overall point is live your life and figure out what's right for you and your partner. There you have it. I think that's a perfect ending. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Yes. Well, we, How long is this podcast today? Uh, about Usually, you're hour trying 30-ish. To, you're trying to cut me off and wrap it and up. We're just having a great talk and we didn't have shit to do. I'm on vacation. I ain't got yes, shit to do. Yes. I, I love this you. All right. Well, um, Goodbye, 2017. The next time we see you guys will be 2018. Yes. And we appreciate you guys for listening and following and riding out with us. Thank you. And uh, for 2018, we will be on time. All the podcasts. (laughs) I was waiting for that resolution. (laughs) (laughs) We will. All right, baby. Well, I love you. I love you, too. And uh, we appreciate you guys for riding with us. And don't forget, you could always hit up the website, thecaseycrew.com, or you can hit up the email, uh, thecaseycrew at gmail.com. If you have questions, that's T-H-E-E, caseycrew at gmail.com. If you got some questions you want us to ask live on a podcast, we'll ask them. Okay. All right, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of The KC Crew. Doodles. Doodles.